0: I want women like you to have it easier than I had it so you can thrive in the industry. I've now helped thousands of women grow their financial businesses to multiple six figures, some even seven figures per year. So on this podcast, you're going to get an inside look at how they did it so you can do it too. Let's dive into the show. Welcome back. I'm here with Christina Wood's. And actually I'm looking at her picture online and she looks a lot like Rashida Jones. So if you want to uh-huh. picture her, is it have you ever heard that? That's what I want. I'm I have about. heard that, not a while though. Less in person you got your glasses on right now, but like totally um with that picture uh, on your bio, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like interviewing Rashida Jones. So if you're not funny, <laughs> you're out. Now I like her. She's like, I'm so excited I remembered her name. That was cool. Um so I almost said Rashida Jones. No, Christina Woods um, is a licensed rapid transformational therapist, clinical hypnotherapist, empowerment coach, and Reiki master. And she combines her background in corporate leadership along with her life experiences in dealing with trauma and abandonment to empower other women to trust their intuition and set themselves free of self-doubt. So, um, is that I'm curious because I I had to read that slowly so I didn't mess up. But is that <laughs> like, did you have trauma yourself or you just got into helping people with trauma?
1: No, I had. I had some, you know, I didn't I didn't have a silver spoon in my mouth, put it that way. Um mm, but you I definitely tell us about
0: it or do you not like to share that? No, yeah, no, I'm I'm fine with sharing it. So I like to go deep fast. Deep like, fast. Tell us all the like shadow about the shadows. I'll be yeah. happy to share mine if you want.
1: Yeah, no, um, I'm I'm pretty open book. Um in fact, um I share quite a bit about my story. And then um even the hypnotherapy I do, we call it FU therapy. So it's get we get real really, deep. So
0: yeah, we get real deep. But okay, um, uh, that's cool. I might need some FU therapy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sounds so yeah, awesome. you know, I
1: like many people, I was raised by a single mom. Um, I'm the oldest of four and um, there's no trauma in that, but um, I definitely had some um, emotional abuse. I had sexual abuse. um, I had a father that wasn't around. And what I did with that, which is not so uncommon either, was I created this little perfectionist straight A student who um, put a little shell around her and didn't want anybody to know what was going on. And so the outside, I look like, Hey, I'm doing great. You know, mm. went to college, got married, picket fence, great corporate career for 30 years. VP traveled around, managed people across the country, had two kids, you know, just burnt myself, you know, at both ends, running through airports mm. in high heels to the soccer game, doing everything
0: yeah.
1: until I realized okay, wait, there's some stuff in there I haven't dealt with. And it starts coming out bigger and hairier, you know, the more you keep stuffing it down Mm -hmm. and it showed up in, you know, um, charging up the credit cards, um, health issues. Why do I keep doing that? Why do I keep saying that? Why do I keep feeling Mm -hmm.
0: that?
1: And my marriage fell apart. Um, I decided I couldn't handle one more minute of the toxic corporate world that I lived in. Mm -hmm. And I just had to reassess everything and dig deep and find out what the heck do I want to do with myself?
0: So did you, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Um, Did you go directly to like a traditional therapist and like you start talking about it and sitting on the couch? I mean, I know people don't really sit on the couch anymore, maybe, but or lie down on the couch, but, or did you find more like hypnotherapy and this type of thing that you're doing now early on? No, you know,
1: I tried the traditional didn't work out so well. Um, the talk didn't work out. Um, I did EMDR. It it worked as well a little bit. Um, and you know, I don't think anyone goes to hypnotherapy first, to be honest. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I know most people that have come to me have tried a few things Mm -hmm. and, um, I, I had always been very spiritual, really into personal development. And it was mm-hmm. sort of like this little side thing I, I had. And, you know, we do that. We we get into things and then we don't apply them to us sometimes. we right. I read a lot of books, went to seminars, spiritual retreats, all these things. So I danced in that playground, but I still wasn't going deep. So yeah. I finally... Thought, okay, I, I need to go deep. And someone did recommend hypnotherapy, and I went, you know, and, and I did it. And I thought, oh my goodness, I just opened up Pandora's box. There's some stuff I got to deal with. And I started to make profound, quick changes. I still didn't plan on being a hypnotherapist, right. I knew I wanted to help women. And I had all this corporate and, and sales and marketing background. I wanted to mix it in with some feel-good mm-hmm. stuff yeah. and um, found, found the type of hypnotherapy that, that I do. And I thought that is precise, clear, natural, simple way to get down and dirty to what's going on, change it quick. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's sort of my personality. It's like, all right, I, I know how to put on a mask and put on some high heels and pretend everything's okay. Um, and I think- I can put on them- the high
0: heels, but walking in them is a whole other story. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that well either anymore. Definitely couldn't <laughs> run in the airport. No, and definitely would never go to my kid's soccer game in high heels. Oh. I'm not much of a high heels fan. But so so let me go back a step. So you said you tried EMDR, which mm-hmm. I'm sure most listening don't know what that is, but I've actually done a little bit of EMDR myself. Um, tell us a little about EMDR. I know it's like just a little bit, just so they understand sure. what we're talking about
1: yeah it's um you know it's this eye movement therapy where we uh where you help process emotions and rewire um and desensitize emotions and trauma and so
0: in my experience of it it's kind of it's really weird and and so is nlp to some degree where like But like you look at a light or a finger going back and forth and that's where the eye movement's coming in. Right. Right. And then they're like, stop or something. And then it's like, what did you see? Or what's this memory? Or how old were you? And you're like, I don't know. And they're like, just tell me what you think you do know. And you're like, I'm six weeks old. And you're like, where are you? I'm like, I'm in my mom's lap. I'm looking at her breast, you know, about to suck her, you know, like, okay, that sounds horrible. But, you know, I mean, literally had like a, I did that, I think, with NLP, but like I had this vision and I'm like thinking in my head, this is all BS. This didn't really happen. And she's like, what do you feel? And I'm like, oh, I feel like angry at my mom or something like And I think I'm making up the entire thing. And like, I've done that even with going back with like past, like, Oh, what is past lives. And and I say it in this very, very um, skeptical way because I'm actually not that skeptical about it, but it just seems so weird that I don't believe it, but I believe it enough to do it to know that I think it will work, you know? Sure. And so, but it's like one of these things where I'm like, I just don't think that's a real memory, but maybe it is, you know, <laughs> and who cares because if it works, I don't really care what's real and what's not. But, um, but yeah, so, so hypnotherapy, is that quite different? Um, Cause I think, I guess my experience with hypnotherapy kind of reminds me, uh, like everyone knows about, you know, has their experience or, or, or their thought of what they see as hypnosis. You are getting sleepy, you know, right, which I don't right. really think it is, but I know with some exposure to Tony Robbins like he kind of gets you in some sort of hypnosis. Right. Mm -hmm. And so how would you describe hypnotherapy? And, and also maybe you can, I can be a Guinea pig and and be like, you can give us an example. Um, so it can help them so they can make it, use it on themselves or Uh figure out a way to shift their mindset so they can get bigger results in their business.
1: Yeah, you know, even when I started doing this, my own son was, you know, oh my gosh, mom, you're like the guy at the fair now. And uh no, no, no. Um, there is, you know, hypnosis for entertainment purposes. And I have respect for that too, because actually that's pretty hard to quickly identify the people that will go into hypnosis oh, really quickly. But, yeah, but um, but it's it's a natural state. We go into hypnosis every day, all day. I mean, we've all driven home from somewhere, got in the driveway and don't remember if we stopped at the light, if we tur- turned right or left, we just right. on robot automatic did it. Um, or you're doing the dishes, somebody's talking to you and your mind is elsewhere at the mm-hmm. office doing something. And and so those little quote unquote daydream moments were actually in a theta or Delta brainwave. Um, so hypnosis, it's being in hypnosis is just Putting your mind in these different brain waves. And so it's just a, a quicker way of doing it than waiting until you decide to drift off into never, never land. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's accessing, you know, we think we are so um, in control of how we feel and what we think and what we believe, but 95% of how we feel about ourselves and the world is in our subconscious mind. So it is absolutely running the show. So like, even when you said, I don't know if it's a memory or not, it even doesn't matter because it's, you know, it's, it's how do we feel in our subconscious mind? It's, it's things we're not even aware of. We don't even know what we don't know. And yet consciously, you know, we think, okay, yeah, I know that happened to me. I know that that sucked I know that that was hard so I know that must be why it's hard for me to do this now but what we don't know are the beliefs that were formed around Mm. it and that's the part where going even deeper deeper in your subconscious really can help you just dig it out it's just like a garden like yeah we can chop everything off the top but the stuff's just going to grow back
0: Mm. we need to go
1: back in and and that's that's kind of how I describe that their hypnotherapy I do
0: Okay, and that's awesome. So so does that mean like you take something that's subconscious and you bring it to a conscious level or is it actually that it's subconscious you might be able to have it work for you at a subconscious level? You,
1: you bring both? it you do kind of both, but you bring it you bring it to a conscious level, but we want to make it subconscious absolutely because you don't want to have to think about feeling good enough. You don't want to have to decide Okay, right now I want to feel good enough. You Mm -hmm. want to just feel good enough. You Mm -hmm. want it to just become who you are. And so we rewire, we upgrade your beliefs in your subconscious mind. So it just is who you are. It's the decisions you make. It's how you feel. It's the people you date. It's how you spend your money. It's how you go about your day and make decisions. But at first,
0: we still have to make those things conscious. You have to be aware of them. And were and, you aware of like what happened to you? It wasn't like you blocked things off like that. You knew it happened to you, but you just thought it wasn't affecting you at a conscious level or you didn't remember um, things. I didn't remember a lot of it. I
1: had blocked um. it out for a very long time. Um, and, you know, I thought, well, that's no big deal. I'm one of those people that didn't really bother. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know,
0: too bad. I, I see how it bothers other people. It just didn't really. Because wow. you're just actually take it. Interestingly enough, like I was, I did not have any, what they call big T trauma. Like Mm -hmm. I, I, but then I realized recently doing coaching and therapy myself. Like I'm just trying to get, be better, get better, always get to, you know, the next level and, and hold myself to a higher standard. And I believe in all this stuff and I see the things holding me back. And sometimes I am less aware of it. And sometimes I'm more aware of it. Like I realized I was experiencing a lot of anxiety that like you know, I just would not call anxiety. Like I, and I don't think of myself as an anxious person and I don't, I didn't think of myself as a stress person. And then like, people would say that I was stressed and high strung. And I was like, what? Like, really? Cause like similar, I just go, I just go, I just go. And so like, and I'm, I'm very passionate about what I do and I'm excited about what I do. And so when I get stressed, I get affected and I don't like it and I'm frustrated or I'm, I'm anxious or whatever. And then I kind of use that, and I have used that as fuel to drive me. And then what I've realized recently, I said this in a recent podcast as well, is that like everybody says, what got you here won't get you there. And yes. I'm very aware of that right now that like I need to change to go to like a big next level up. Mm-hmm. And the the main thing that got me here, which was not feeling like I'm smart enough. So did a sim- had a similar result as you got straight A's because I felt like I was stupid um, and, and working hard and trying to prove myself all the time because I didn't think I was worthy and getting stressed and then getting results and working my ass up and getting results and all the things that got me here to where I can you know get to a very successful level It's like my next level, it's like I gotta do the opposite. Like I gotta not let things stress me out and bother me to get to the next level. I gotta like not react. I gotta go within instead of always looking external to have someone solve my problem. So I'm aware of it consciously now. It doesn't mean I don't run the patterns though, right? And so I'm really interested in like, well, how do you make because you said, you know, to me before, like (sighs) the goal, bless you, or cough cough bless you. The goal is like. To I'm aware of it. And they always say awareness is the first step. So, but then how do we make it work? Like, how do I make it work for me? How do the listeners right here can say, like, yeah, we all experience, and, and it's literally, no matter what, like who you meet, no matter how successful they are, now I know because I've met extremely successful people. It's like they still don't feel worthy, they still don't feel like they're enough, they still don't feel like they're loved in different situations, is different. But it's like I remember meeting this woman in this um, this mastermind I'm in called the Unicorn Club, and her, her company's worth 150 million and she didn't think she belonged in the room, you know? And I was like, yeah. oh, I only make a million dollars a year. Like, and I'm like, I'm the dumbest person in the room. Right. And we all have it. And yeah. it's like, so we can be aware of it. And we, but I think most people kind of think, yeah, but it's different. Like that person, you know, must feel confident. Comp- like, it's like, we forget everybody is still human. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, we have to, just dis- we have to know. And so yes, being conscious of it, but what are we linking to success so let's just use that example what we're talking about is success so like like you work hard stay focused you know keep going keep going keep going well now it's like okay well what if i want to actually not work 80 hours a week or what you know or or back it off a little bit and I, and you know consciously it, i can actually still be successful and turn things more automatic or, you know, or whatever and travel and, and do things. But if we're hardwired and we've linked together success, we've linked together a formula in our subconscious mind of what success is. It won't accept any other formula until we, until we. So does
0: that mean like it won't get you the result or it's like, you just can't, you know, like if it's, I guess what I'm asking, because again, I'm I'm selfishly asking, like, heal me, heal me, heal me. But um, <laughs> that, like, I, and I've been mentioned this openly that this year has been our hardest year. It, I mean, way 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 more difficult than 2020. Like, it's just been more difficult than when I had my first baby. I mean, it's just been. Our hardest year so far, and we've had it's very, a very, very low, low, you know, low point, and then a you know, kind of had a high point. Oh yeah, we're we're back. Oh, back to low point, you know, and it's like. And I've made this, I've had this awareness for a while now where I'm like, I know, first of all, I know that I, in order for my business to change, I need to change. And so even a year ago, like I hired a a prosperity coach to help me so I can focus on me and the, you know, get rid of the anxiety and, and, and not being as stressed. And like, I've made a lot of progress. I'm very proud of the progress, but I'm wondering because I'm like where I am right now in exactly today (laughs) of like, not everything is going my way exactly the way I want it. So is there, are there, are there still these links in my mind that are, even though I'm, I'm acting differently and shifting that, that if it's still linked like that and hardwired like that, that still, it doesn't, it's not going to produce the result. Do you know what I mean? Or is that just a weird question? No, it's a. That's the question. It's the oh, yes. question to ask because yeah, I feel smart when you say that.
1: Yeah, because con- you're right. Consciously, we can even say like, "Yeah, I know. I I became the A student because X, Y, Z. I know, I know, I know." Consciously doesn't make make us change anything. Subconsciously, when you really want mm-hmm. to change, change how we feel and change the patterns, we have got to go in and subconsciously change the beliefs. So consciously changing the beliefs isn't going to be enough it's kind of like how lottery winners end up losing all their money within a few years because money doesn't solve the problem they still have the belief they're not good enough so mm-hmm. therefore you okay know, so let's do me enough
0: let's do me yeah. <laughs> like let's like we got we got 10 minutes i don't know um but also i mean as much as selfishly i want to do but also i think it's it's very cerebral. We're in the conscious mind right now, right? Saying like, oh yeah, okay, I get it. I got to shift it, but how, how do we do it? So can you give us an example and use me as a Guinea pig? Yeah, we can do a little, little quick thing here. So just, you can even just close your eyes.
1: And I want you to imagine kind of like looking at your looking at, um, like a movie of your life. And so I want you to just look at this movie, Of your life, and this movie is just kind of rewinding and rewinding and rewinding, and it's going backwards, like you're being pulled back into a time tunnel, and you're just moving backwards and backwards and backwards, and even further back. And then all of a sudden, that movie is stopping as if you were going even more backwards, and it suddenly stopped, and you're standing outside the home, your childhood home. And you are somewhere between the ages of three and 15 years old. If you lived in more than one home, your genius mind knows exactly which home you're standing in front of. And you're standing in front of, and you're just kind of drawn like a missile, like a laser right to the bedroom that you slept in as a child. And there you are in that room. And you know that you are that child in that room and they know that you are you. And so the two of you have this complete connection, a really strong affinity for one another, a really strong connection in terms of, you know, I get you, you get me. And I want you to ask that child one question. Why do you feel, or why do you believe you can't have this smooth, easy, you can't have it all, you can't have it all can have the wealth and the abundance and the smoothness and the ease of life.
0: Who told you that? Why? And the first oh, man, thing that comes to so uh Well, you said, who told me that? I thought on my dad, but I don't know what. Um, okay. And it, without even thinking, yes, just kind of sit on the
1: edge, sit on the edge of that bed and just kind of put your hand on the knee of that child. Like, Hey, Why do you believe that? Why do you believe it's hard to have all these moving pieces moving together smoothly and easily, have our business grow, have my life, my children, everything kind of flow and grow and ease?
0: I mean, what comes to me is like, I'm just, I'm not good enough or I'm not smart enough. Gosh, darn it. People don't like me. No, I'm kidding now. Um, (laughs) But. That's what came to mind. Not good enough.
1: And where did you get this from? Just ask the little child, where did you get this from? You said dad and
0: who else or when or why? Oh, it's hard. It's so hard for me because I, 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 I have told a story so many times that like, I have a belief around it that I don't know if I've brought it to the conscious mind too much. Um, because, part of my whole story about feeling stupid is that I, I wanted to be in the gifted program. Mm-hmm. And so I went to um, do the oral test, oral exam and they asked me some questions. And when I went home to my mom, she's like, what did they ask you? And cause I was like, I don't think I got it. And one of those things was what's a tripod. They're like, what's a tripod? I'm like, I don't know. And I came home my mom and She's like, I'm like, (laughs) I didn't know what a tripod was, and she's like, tripod, Robin, three tripod, come on! Like, it was just like she could have said, "You're so stupid," and that's my that was my interpretation. That was you attached to it, yeah. Yeah. And so I've just I tell that story a lot, like, because I know I made like a choice right there to like, okay, I'm dumb and I'm stupid, and and but it probably happened before that.
1: Realistically, because right. I know my mom won. runs
0: patterns of that. Yeah. And then, yeah. you so know, what, multiple memories of my dad like making me feel stupid, or I can't say he made me. I made myself feel stupid because of what he said, but essentially, yeah. feeling stupid. So,
1: what we would do is we would go in and find out all those little stories, and then we would upgrade the child. And we'd say, So, I would ask you to like take that child actually and walk you through where you live now and say, Go ahead and go take that child to where you live now and show them your, you know, you have Apple TV, you have this, you have that, show them all that, show them your business, show them what you're doing, show them all the workshops you've given, show Mm. them pictures and the books you've written and show them all these things that you've done. You literally have to upgrade them because Uh. these parts of us stay stuck and our beliefs Our beliefs don't know how old we are. Our old, our subconscious doesn't even care how old we are. If it's right or wrong or true or false, it could give a shit. So we literally just have to upgrade it. And so by taking them and say, come with me, you're going to come and live with me now, showing them all of those things and, and, and kind of even asking, like, what do you think about all these things that I've done? And then saying to her, you know, I know you've heard inner child work and stuff, but, um, Showing them like I'm. You live here now. You you get to live here now. This is your. You know you don't you don't have to go to another. You know take and try to get into another gifted program. We're gonna upgrade these beliefs now. I'm your loving parent now. Look at, you know, they have this thing called spell check now. We don't ever have to spell the word tripod. So <laughs> sure. We do this thing over and over and over. And there's different methods, but you have to uh-huh. upgrade the beliefs because yeah, we just get our, our beliefs stay stuck. So yeah. we find out where they are stuck, um, and, and then upgrade them. And we, we interrupt them and we upgrade them over and over and over. Um, because our, our thoughts are like a blueprint and you lay down the blueprint, just like when you're going to go build a house and your thoughts and then your actions in your life, just follow the little blueprint of your thoughts. And you're mm-hmm. like, well, wait, I'm not, I'm not, nine anymore. Um, And that one little fragment, and, you know, there's parts of us that also, you know, when you're, when we're busy and we're successful, we almost feel like I don't really have time to sit down and be compassionate for this little part of me that misspelled that word, love and compassion, but that's sort of what we need to do. (laughs) We need to slow down and have love and compassion for these parts that felt inadequate and not good enough and they're going to get louder and louder and louder until we do um,
0: have love. And, and is it passion. really going, you have to go back to like a previous version of yourself in order to bring that upgrade it. You're saying like, it's not like I can just keep thinking these amazing thoughts. You're worthy. Rob. The Robin today, you're worthy. You know, you're amazing. Like, cause I can be grateful every day about what I have and like my amazing life. And that right. helps, you know, when I'm stressed it or whatever, is right. right. like, just that gratitude and appreciation and like, and, and, and it does help to think like, I heard it recently, just a a reminder of, you know, think about everything. I think Keith Cunningham said it is like everything you used to want that you now have that you once thought was impossible. And like, it's just, I, I obviously butchered it, but like, just how incredible it is because had i looked at you know a version of myself 10 years ago to see what i have now i would have been like damn nice like i don't need, yeah. i don't have anything to worry about and i know that that's the conscious part that i'm like i think the same thing's gonna happen in three years same is gonna happen in 10 years i'm gonna be like holy crap like i kind of can't believe it but i kind of can because i knew it i envisioned it and it was going to happen but at the same time, it's like, why did I have to worry about it? And I've done some meditations. I did meditation. I had um, one of my FEM events um, just uh, about a month ago. And it was like this breathing exercise, which was like really weird, like breathing with big open mouth, like, <gasps> like you, you're oh, like, yeah. please, please let's make sure everybody's not looking at me, you know, but like, <laughs> but like really like, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe this is in my body. And by the end of this, it was like an hour long. And I, I, I had my whole group do it. It's it was really amazing, powerful, um, but it's so powerful. Like I love breath work, but at, at the end you're like, oh my God, like I was so, and so much gratitude and, you know, felt so connected to God and like, just like, and I'm not like super religious or anything, but I was just like, oh my gosh, like nothing matters, yeah. you know, nothing matters. Like what's not working, you know, all the stuff that's like, when I think there's a challenge with, you know, whether it's filling an event or whatever, it's like, none of that matters. None of that matters. It's all just learning and it's all on the path. And like eventually it's just getting us exactly where we need to be. And if it's not working, it's perfect because that's what gets it working. Like so, like consciously, I can like consciously I can do that. But that breath work got me subconscious, I guess, about it. Like to be like, oh my God, like it's so amazing. Like anytime I'm worried about money or business or whatever. It's like, geez, it's just just like, you're already going to be there. So who cares? You know? And it's that, right. that's right. Yeah. It's Amazing. But yeah, it's hard to get it, there in the moment sometimes, but it definitely it is, is. It is.
1: And you know, you're right. Affirmations are great saying the words we say to ourselves are so powerful, but if you want long lasting
0: mm, change, gotta go. yeah,
1: we got to go to deep to the issue. It doesn't mean we have to hang out there forever on a couch every Friday at three o'clock and talk about it and cry about it because, you know, just like so many things that have changed, therapies changed. Mm. And, and this kind of therapy that, you know, there's not just what I do, but, other there are other modalities as well that are are fast and change and effective mm-hmm. and get to the root of things and breath work is another one of them you know yeah, that's, that's that uh-huh. ten years ago nobody was really talking about that so yeah. you know we want things that are fast and so that's we do you know that's great um, but what are we linking to pleasure your mind will always move towards pleasure and away from pain if it thinks relaxing and getting too comfortable is not cool and not going to make you successful it's not going to move you toward it it's going to move you towards quote unquote what do you link to pleasure hustle um or you know or making sure you never feel stupid or you know what does it link to pleasure and we really have to be mindful of that and 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 vulnerable when we're going through that process to find out because Again, a mind doesn't care if it's true or not. And it's going to move you away from pain. Stay far away from that, Robin. You know, we don't want you anywhere near yeah. that pain. Um, and we're going to link it to pleasure. And it's going to find evidence to enforce that that's the best route for you every minute throughout your entire day. So we feel that we're on the right path for it, even if it's even if it's preventing us from the life that
0: we want. Awesome. Love it. Well, so good. It's so good. Um so we'll tell them where to find you and, um, you know, if they want your help and check you out on social and all that stuff, we'll also put in the show notes, but tell them, tell them how to find you. This has been really awesome.
1: Yeah. My, um, my website is wisewoods.com and I have a, a free hypno hypno meditation on there and some other good things, um, free.wisewoods.com. You can get on there and I offer a free hour actually for people to oh meet with me and explore because I think hypno uh,
0: hypnotherapy is one of those things people get kind of freaked out about and (laughs) might have some questions. So, Oh, that's great. Well, take advantage of that. That's amazing. Also, um, not to make this about me, but if you are curious about some stories, I, I was just looking back to see what can I tell you to listen to? Um, and episode 100 was kind of fun. And that's if you like the vulnerability and going deep and noticing like that, okay, every, every behind every success story is always the challenges and struggles. <laughs> you can go to episode 100 from December 14th in 2022 to, to hear um, actually someone interviewing me on my podcast. Lisa Chastain. And hear the real stories behind my success. It, Again, it feels weird to say to do that because like I think nobody cares. But then I also listen to podcasts and I'm like, I want to know more about you, you know, and also the vulnerable stuff. So the vulnerable stuff is in there, might be interesting. And uh let us know if you have any suggestions for guests or podcast um ideas or more solo episodes or more guests. We just like to hear from you. So you can send us a message at support at robincrane.com and don't forget to give us a review because I never ask, and I'm asking now, give us a review because shoot. We need them, I think. I think that's probably important for some things. Anyway, thanks again, Christina. And we'll see you all next time on Growing Your Financial Business the Woman's Way. Bye.
1: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.